0: Welcome back, everyone, to the world of Aurora. We are Everything's a Mimic, and this is our D&D 5e actual play. My name is Nick Tisland. I'm the dungeon master of this campaign, and I'm joined by my good friends and players.
1: Hey! 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 <laughs> hey. I'm Andy, and
2: I play Edgar.
3: Yep. I'm Ryan D., and I play Keth. There you are. I'm Ryan Bennett, and in this instance, I will playing Mitzvah Benz.
2: And uh, I'm Cody Rasmussen, and I play Sin. Hopefully, hey. hopefully. Oh hopefully. yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh god, he's uh, sprawled out quite beautifully on the uh, the the concrete or stone yes. floor.
0: Yes, there. One leg up. There Shit. are there are some uh, scary things ahead of us, but before we get to that, we'll get some banter going. Little uh. A little something to, a little something to, to jive up your juices, get your juices all all just sopping out of you, squeezing out of every pore, just ringing us uh, out like a sponge, Ring you out like a sponge. And to do that, Ryan Ryan D, hey, we had such a good time last time with your banter's that we wanted to put it on your. Sh- well, I wanted to put it on your shoulders. Oh man, I wish you guys would have given me some time to prepare. Um, nah. Not an option.
4: All right. Uh, well, so my first fun fact is um, you guys know about D&D, right? No. What mm-hmm. about T&T? About you guys know about that?
2: Oh, the thing I leave in the toilet? Tables and tennis? <laughs>
4: <laughs> good guess. Good guess. Any other guesses around here?
2: Oh, what T&T stands for? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Terminator and Tantrums. Okay. Teenage turtles. Okay. Ryan B? It's
3: a... Uh, movie
4: station, right? Oh uh, yeah, that's true. But in this case, we're looking for Tunnels and Trolls,
5: yeah. which was
4: yeah. released a year after uh, D&D was uh, in 1975. And in fact, they uh somebody published it uh back in 2015, so there is a deluxe Tunnels and Trolls Three hundred and eighty-six page uh, rule book that you can purchase. Damn. Oh, how much? And uh, it looks like twenty bucks. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh- uh, let's see. Drive through RPG has it for twenty bucks. So looks are you like telling me that we becoming, should be doing yeah.
0: tunnels and trolls? Yeah,
4: I'm saying One we should shot? jump off this D and D bandwagon and jump on this tunnels and trolls train.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got a train. Is <laughs> a, can we change? Just, uh, can not, we change? Oh, sorry, Ryan.
3: I was wondering if there's a reason it's not as prolific as D and
4: D. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe just. I don't know. Tunnels and Trolls sounds lame compared to Dungeons and
0: Dragons. No relation to was it Mazes and Monsters? Uh, that was a movie be, with but... um, with Tom Hanks.
4: Oh, would you look at that?
0: We could start our own based
2: off that, and we can call it uh, Terminal and Trolleys. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
4: that one was okay. That oh, was you've
2: okay. already play- they've already
4: got it. Yeah, yep. I was was unimpressed. I played the the oh. conductor class, and <laughs> and really, it was pretty fucking boring. After after I got got it started, I just started like punching people's tickets. I'm not shocked at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah actually, like, all the uh, classes are boring. There's a passenger class, and all you do is sit there.
4: Yeah, you you got to pay money for things like just like get, to real do life stuff. money.
1: I was uh, I, I had a lot more fun, but I was I. Kind of, you know, I do what I do, and I was playing a train. And oh, that so you had all tank? The... Yeah,
2: I was really powerful. Like...
4: <laughs> the only thing is, he can just go one way. Yeah, that's great.
2: Crazy! I played a, a a mop. Dang, nice. What
4: nice. about airplanes and airwaves? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alright, I uh, I got another one. Okay. If you guys didn't care for that one too much. Uh did you know back in the nineties that Mike Tyson uh rented out a zoo for an evening just for him and his wife, and then tried to pay one of the zookeepers ten thousand dollars to let him fight a silverback gorilla in a <laughs> yeah. cage? Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> I <knew about> that. <laughs> yep, yeah, offered him ten K to let him in there uh to I quote to open the cage and let me smash that silverback snot box <laughs>
1: <laughs> i have to wa- I, I don't have to wonder i know he was high out of his fucking oh, mind
4: <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> just
1: imagining mike Tyson asking you that and then being a little bit afraid he literally
6: owns the zoo right now yeah
4: like I mean, me he i'd asks. be like yeah man
3: no worries and I'd be like, "Oh, you're fucking serious."
4: Like, <laughs> yeah. no. No, I, I
3: can't, I can't, I can't do watch that. this. No. I mean, I have every respect for Mike Tyson and what that man is capable of doing to other human beings. But that would have that would have sucked. Yeah. Watching like a, uh, a a gorilla take like a human punch and being like, "My turn."
4: Yeah. <laughs> or or if he knocked out the fucking gorilla, that would have been wild. Oh, be, man.
3: I mean, I, I suppose if he what got the accolade. first <laughs> yeah. hit, maybe there's some... But I don't know what yeah, gorilla's gorilla's like knockout out button is. I know no I've clue. seen them crack their enclosure <laughs> glass, though, before wigging out on people, and I can tell you for a fact he is there more than capable of killing any mortal man. Oh, 100%. <laughs>
2: this, this brings up a question that I want to ask you guys. Mm who would win in a fight a grizzly bear or like an alaskan grizzly bear or a silverback gorilla yeah grizzly bear yeah grizzly bear i watched a thing on it and i was hoping all you guys would say gorilla Yeah. yeah yeah grizzlies are insane they have
1: way more strength and also they're just not like they have all the tools that a gorilla has only better because a gorilla yeah. could bite you, but a bear
2: could bite you and it
1: has claws. And
2: well, bigger. Also, I learned that uh, bear skin, like when they tuff- tussle with each other, they've got like a very elastic skin. So when yeah. they bite each other, cats have it like on the back. Like, yeah, it's, it's really hard to puncture their skin with like fangs and teeth. So uh, from what they said in the video is like a gorilla's bite would have nothing. It wouldn't do anything to the Not- bear.
1: I think I read something that a tiger could potentially, because its teeth are bigger.
2: A tiger would destroy a bear. That's not... Oh, no, no. Yeah. Because I watched a video on that. I went in a crazy landslide of YouTube videos of what animals are what. And grizzly bear is the... pretty pretty tough. As
3: far as I can tell, grizzly polar bears are the apex land predators super bears on the planet super bears the ones
2: ones with capes well no I mean
3: like (laughs) obviously the uh, the weird cross breeds that we have between grizzly bears and polar bears but those don't really happen like under natural circumstances for the most part
1: while we're while we're on this topic I think we really need to fucking get our naming convention together whenever they make something now like some sort of you know Remember, they play God and mash species together? Like,
6: (laughs) what are the two species?
1: A liger (laughs) or a growler bear? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, guys. See
3: what I did? Yeah, I see the Uh, stitches where you roughshod, like a simpleton, stapled these two words together. Couldn't you have used your imagination? I mean, look
1: at like dog breeds and stuff like that. They used to have some sort of like, oh, it's based off of this area where
2: it was done and this you know they had the other things
1: going you know, on. It is
3: just some foreign guy's name. I don't know, like yeah. is fun to say. Yeah. You know, just,
2: you know. I tried my hand at that like combining things like I I I combined a like a small rodent with my shoe. With your shoe?
0: Mhm.
1: You you are you still waiting
0: I'm waiting.
2: Did you cr- crush it or No, no. I mean it was still alive. What was it, Cody? Well, I I call it a shrew. Mm. Mm.
3: It's gained a lot of traction. Geological <laughs> <laughs> <through> circles.
2: <laughs> What's uh, what is uh, yellow and goes round and round? The sun. It's a pretty easy easy question. The sun's the not sun. yellow. That was stupid. It also doesn't go around. We go around it. God damn it!
1: It might go around. That's
3: not true. The sun does revolve around the center of the. Milky Way. True,
4: it does. You're right. Is it a Tygon?
2: No, it's a it's a banana in the washing machine. <laughs> My
3: God. <laughs> so yeah, back to the bears. Hey, what, um, what else? They uh they have a such a a significant amount of muscle mass up around their shoulders and neck that tigers and you know big cats that typically kill by leaping onto the back of their prey and just and that the cervical vertebrae are would be
0: really unable to affect their means of, of murder. Sticking on to the topic of bears, what's the best cartoonish representation of a bear you've seen?
3: I mean, there's like, only two that immediately leap to mind and I'm trying to dig deeper
6: than that. I
2: really like the bear in... Uh, I mean, it scared me, but like, I like the the design aspect uh the bear and uh the fox and the hound yes
6: yeah yes i
2: really liked that that but thing I, was
1: i well it's it's suspect. not uh are you saying animated yeah i i think the uh i liked the bear from brave that the big one. yeah the more one, do the yeah, yeah. There. that was yeah. that was a cool looking bear that was a i really like crushed him with a henge stone at the end didn't they
3: Yes. Yeah. So It'd have to do it, right? Yeah. And even then, I'd still
0: be worried. Hot damn, man! Looking at that bear and Fox and the Hound right now. That's I, an evil-looking bear. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit!
1: They were trying to set an agenda. That was my the favorite.
0: The like blood-red eyes and everything mm-hmm. it lives in my memories. Even still, I haven't <laughs> seen Fox and Hound since I was like, I don't know, real young. All right, we've been talking enough
1: shit. Sorry Ryan we derailed your thing we, you got to bears and just uh, just yeah. fucked everything up. Yeah Hey, no,
3: that's fine that means I did my job. Well. Real quick before we stop apparently TNT and dynamite are distinct from one another I did not know this they are not the same thing
0: Last we left the keepers dealt with a myriad of terrible things and it seems it's only the beginning for them As they progressed into the next floor of the lighthouse, they found themselves within an ancient study inhabited by the specter of someone named Bastion, who'd forgotten who he was. It wasn't long before Keth and Sin also fell under this fugue state, while the books and the bookshelf itself began to animate as mimics. The Keepers took serious damage, and before the battle could end, they witnessed their friend and fellow Keeper, Sin, fall. As he draws his final breaths, we see Mitz rush toward him in a panic as our view focuses on sin we have some things to note the lights were out but you all had dark vision and it didn't affect you much right yeah
1: if it's if it is pitch black it is still dim light so
0: Bastion had disappeared when the mimics awoke sin fell during combat and took a hit giving him one negative death save correct
2: yeah
0: mhm and in our game We do secret death saves where the DM rolls them behind the screen, and I say nothing until he is stabilized or dead. We ended the episode at the end of Edgar's turn. Sin is next. And this roll is incredibly important. If you fail or save, your friends have a chance to stabilize or heal you. If I roll a natural one, Sin Hilder is dead. My heart, my, my chest is heavy right now. Here we go okay, I'm ready as mitz uh hovering over your body
3: oh no come on <laughs> pull it together
0: it seems that his breathing has become shallow but he's still breathing
3: okay
2: did I was is that a uh, save or a fail though oh don't jot
0: it down I'm not saying anything okay
4: oh uh, God it's so
0: up next would be Mitz. okay um
3: Mitz has no health potions left. I gave them all out without. Well. You can
0: roll to stabilize, right?
3: So I don't. I don't need to
0: have any special like medicine training or anything. It would just for be that. a. Well, it'd be a medicine check. Yeah. I don't think you need.
1: Technically, it doesn't say you need tra- uh, uh, training, but I personally find that odd. But I mean, you guys can do, just like try to staunch whatever bleeding is going on.
0: Okay. Well, we will. Uh, and that would just be a ten or higher, right?
3: if it's got because I'm pretty sure I don't have like anything applied to it but we can check real fast uh, maybe if
2: you're not proficient with it you make the stakes a
1: little bit higher yeah, I just like the idea of just going up to someone who's been like shot and they're bleeding out and someone random guy just, oh but they just 50% put a chance, f- chance I'm gonna save your life no, <laughs> they, just put, they just put a finger, finger in yeah.
3: <laughs> I stopped the bleeding alright Mitz is uh, raises one of his furry little fingers and goes to plug it into the bullet hole <laughs> Starting early today. That is a four. That's. that's
0: it deals awesome. one point of. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: dig your finger through his neck.
0: <laughs> As you navigate to his heart, <laughs> tear the membrane. Oh my god, you're
1: Dr. Seuss V.S. Yes. <laughs> Ding, a little claw extended. Oh, the oh yeah,
3: feline claw So like, Mitz,
0: Mitz uh, fails to staunch the bleeding, still. I need help! In a panic, help. it's Keth's turn next. Keth
2: doesn't remember.
0: That's right. Yeah,
4: I man, I don't know if Keth would do anything.
2: Edgar does have a thing he can do, so. Okay. Um And it's not like you remember if you got potions on you or yeah. anything.
4: Yeah, and, and Keth is, is pretty pretty beat up yeah. himself. Um, yeah. Sorry, Cody. That's I think a- I think Keth is gonna gonna drop to a knee and just Try to catch his breath. Um, yeah, that that's what he's gonna do for this round. If if he doesn't
0: remember, at yeah, no, I maybe. totally
2: get it. Sorry, that's all good. It's all
0: good. That's Edgar's turn.
1: All right. So Edgar, seeing this, you know, after because he was he actually would have been right over by him too because of the because he was the last one to attack the the thing. Correct. So he uh so he kind of yeah digs into his uh into his bag and is. <sighs> Kind of picks up the uh the potion fumbles it in the air for a couple of minutes
2: uh, before catching it again <laughs> oh shit! do you have to roll to catch that no I mean, no
1: <laughs> so that was for fluff i let like, you oh, yeah you
3: fucked up nope, you said it now i'm going to make oh. a roll up for you
1: so he uh so yeah he kind of goes and, and kneels down next to to sin and he looks at him over at mitts and he pops the cork very carefully and he's then uh, he drinks it himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he
6: it is take so the edge off I think I can do, like cherry. I
1: killed him. He just <laughs> tries to do CPR and crushes he his chest.
3: Presses him into the
1: floor Pre- of the light. Presses
0: up. the the mouth of the uh, potion <laughs> bottle into the hole and just <clears throat> shoves it.
1: That's right. how they caught me. So that's actually an interesting. Um, I just Not did think doctor. of something. Um, this is a problem we've had with Goodberry. Uh, can you administer a potion to someone who is unconscious? Because yeah. okay,
3: can you pour a potion into an open wound and still get some kind of efficacy right. out of it?
1: So yeah, he's going to kind of uh, pour it into what uh, kind of open Sin's mouth and pour the pour the potion in there.
3: Slow, let the gag reflex take over.
1: So that is a total of seven points of uh, it's two D four plus two, right?
2: Seven points. Nice. Sin gasps awake. Sputtering. Does Sin still not remember anything?
0: Well, that's a good question. Roll a uh, wisdom save as you wake up. I kind of like that. Uh, that's a total of six. You don't remember anything. What? What just happened? Sin.
2: Yeah,
6: who's that? All right. you don't remember. Ugh. Uh. This is pain. Well, you took a you took a tumble there. You all right though. Where where am I? These are all questions we're probably gonna have to answer a little bit later. Uh Mitz I'm gonna go check on uh on Keth if you uh you want to, and you notice that uh, like Edgar's just dripping blood as he's kind of like weakly in a. He's kind of since <clears> he <throat> stands that, up,
2: um, and he kind of doesn't get up, but he starts to scoot himself away from you. Like, yeah. who, 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 who are you?
1: Yeah, she actually, would notice as uh when he was like ministering to you that that his that you he left a giant bloody handprint on your chest. <laughs> oh,
5: <geez. laughs>
1: uh, uh, ah! right, and he kind of goes over to uh goes over to Catherine. Hey, hey. Kind of, yeah. Uh, smacks your face a little bit if you're if you're kind of like seeming like you're drifting.
4: Yeah, yeah. I I think he's definitely trying to keep his balance. You all right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've i never felt better. Thanks, thanks for the help out there. You did good.
6: Yeah, you did good. You did real good too, buddy. Thanks. Uh,
4: Man, what the fuck was that?
6: Well, it looked like it could have been a mimic or something to that nature. well, I don't even know if he would know what a mimic is uh, is it our com- mimics common knowledge in the world of
1: everything's mimic? <laughs> no, no no one uh, knows no.
0: you know I would like to say no, okay, so then yeah he would uh
6: he would not say that he goes well, we got attacked by some books and a bookcase, and uh you know it uh a hit a lot harder than I thought they would.
4: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's not the first time a book has has hurt my brain.
6: Let's just say them books hit back.
4: Yeah, yeah, they did. don't like the chests downstairs. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm.
6: I'm sorry. What? What's your name? It's uh, it's Edgar.
4: Edgar, I'm. I'm Kath. It's. It's nice to meet Wait, you. Does,
6: does he know who he is?
4: Oh, yeah. Do, do I know my own name?
0: I remember you. Sin doesn't know who he is. Yeah, you don't know your name. Okay. So that would probably be how you would respond. You're like, oh, nice to meet you. I'm, uh, uh... I'm, uh...
4: I'm, uh... No, I'm... I'm definitely not, uh... I don't remember.
6: Well, you're Keth. We'll just call you that for now, and you... You'll figure it out," he says. As he uh, kind of stands up and see, he sees you're definitely messed up, but you're kind you know you're still up. So he's like, "We gotta figure out how to get out of here."
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll 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 be with you in a minute. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take a nap.
6: Take a take a uh, breather, friend. Don't yeah. I maybe don't fall like truly asleep though. I feel like this might be a bad place for a, a real nap.
2: Uh, send. Is continuous or continuing uh, pulling himself back
0: scuffling away until he gets up to a w- back up against a wall okay so the room is dark, silent save for a low hum resonating through the lighthouse. Books and parchment lay strewn about this chamber after the devastating battle with more of those monstrous mimics. You see the candle at the center of the table light up again granting a faint glow to your surroundings as the incorporeal form that is Bastion emerges once again. And he kind of wisps out of the candlelight and then appears before you guys and he's like,
7: You... You're still breathing.
6: Yeah.
0: This is good. And he kind of like sits down in that chair, that spot where he was before. Just kind of sits and stares off blankly.
6: Well... Bastion, how do we get out of here?
7: The books. Maybe the books hold the answer.
6: Well, we punched a lot of those, and they didn't seem to have much coming out of them other than goop and whatnot, but I guess I could take a whack at a couple more.
3: Um, Mits kind of wants to look around. At first, he he was kneeling next to uh, where Sin was, and then once Sin kind of is clearly, you know, detached from everything and is actively trying to escape... Uh, Mitz kind of would stand up late and then would kind of just sit down on his haunches and just kind of fall back onto his his little rear end and feel a little despondent at first. Then I would start to look around the room and try to take it in and see, you know, if there looks like there's any obvious way to leave other than the way that we came in, some clear, you know, means of progress.
0: Well, there's the door up ahead. It's like a trap door on yeah. the ceiling that uh, Edgar tried to open, but he couldn't. It's like magically sealed. Okay. And um, why don't you guys... Uh, what's your plan? What are you going to do? Um,
1: well, uh, Edgar was going to first kind of look around where the uh, the mimic bookshelf was. Is that gone now? Is the bookshelf that was there? Or is it just kind of collapsed
0: into it's- a... So, that bookshelf was, like, only part of the wall. There's still, like, other shelves with books all over them? Yeah. So, it's not completely bare of books now, you know?
1: Well, I guess my point is, is there something, is, is there now a, a po- portion missing where the bookcase was?
0: Yes, and it's just a wall.
1: Okay, just a wall behind that's what I was wondering. Okay. All right. Um, He's going to start, Edgar's going to kind of start looking at the books and just see if there's any that catch his eye. Because he said the books could have the answer.
7: Okay
0: ismitz joining.
3: Um, so basically, looking around the room, we've got the way that we came in, and we've got one trap door kind of up on the ceiling that we know is magically sealed. If anybody could open it physically, it would have been you, and you weren't able to do so. So, at this point, uh, with two of my party members suffering from you know some kind of uh, sudden onset amnesia, a uh, ghost that appears to have something similar going on, and then a heavily damaged Edgar uh, Miz is going to probably end up, you know, deciding that he's gonna do something meaningful. Probably, you know, seeing what you're up to on the bookshelf is gonna be the most, you know, hopeful, uh, means of progress. So, yeah, he'd come over and, <clears throat> Hey, um, what are you looking for? Is there anything I can help with?
6: Yeah, with that, Edgar kinda shrugs. Well, don't know much about books and, uh, I mean I can read just I don't very often. But I figure if there's something that's like, you know, magical trapdoor lock secrets like on the spine, maybe I could pull that one out.
3: Yeah, all right. Um
6: Perhaps a Ghost Lighthouse uh
3: Secret Lever Book.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. So why don't you guys give me as you're investigating the what's left of the bookshelves? Give me a um, investigation. Yeah, I was gonna say investigation check.
1: Okay,
3: an eleven. Okay, a ten.
0: Yikes! Okay, <laughs> I uh, rolled an eleven as well. <laughs> you find a small lockbox. Uh, that's like among the books. I'm gonna say like all you see is just books, and there's this one thing that sticks out is like this small lockbox.
3: It's not a book.
1: Mm. So Edgar, is it up? To, is it up high? Or you can reach it. Yeah. So Edgar's gonna reach it, pull it down, look at it. He's gonna kind of try to pop it open with his thumbs. It's locked. Um. Does uh. Does he? Has he seen Mitz use thieves' tools
3: before? I don't believe okay. so, but so you, seeing
1: you Yeah, you'd see him kinda of like hold it and then like <clears> kinda of shake it up to his ear.
3: Um perhaps there might be resistance with uh with it he looks like it's uh locked. Kind of he uh, he holds up his little hands and wiggles his fingers. He goes,
6: Oh, do you do you find a key? And he kinda of hands it to him.
3: Ah, uh, kind of fishes around his pocket. I may have. <laughs> um, and I uh pull out my lock pick set. And I gotta find the relevant, uh, feat. So I do have expertise with these tools. Um, I'm not sure what we've used in the past to kind of, uh, what, what the, the relevant check is for that.
1: I've always heard it was dexterity. And
3: then <laughs> if you're
4: proficient, plus your proficiency modifier, yeah. right?
1: Yep. And so double your proficiency, so it's
3: basically gonna be whatever your stealth is. Okay, right. So I'll roll a stealth check on it.
0: Uh, 31. Holy smokes. <laughs> you... Uh, Grab this lockbox from Edgar with one hand, and you're you've got the uh, lockpick with the other hand. You kind of pull out a claw. And you got a claw and a lockpick, kind of digging at it at the same time, and it just and using, it opens up immediately.
1: You're using your your claw to tension the the lock as you kind of <laughs> feel it with your fingers.
3: Oh man, I barely had time to stick my tongue out and pretend concentration. Here you go.
0: I'm gonna say like as you're holding it, it just the the lid just pops open, and you just like some gold spills out. There's Ooh. a 50 gold pieces and a ruby.
3: Uh, My eyes grow impossibly large. Nope, nope, nope,
0: nope. Edgar's gonna
6: kind of look at it. Uh, Resourceful little curse, ain't you?
3: One or two resources.
6: Well, that'll do. Uh, You little curse. You shiny little (laughs) curse. Uh, Alright, so he, uh,
1: so, um, does mitz uh, put it away or does he hand it back to Edgar? Oh,
3: well, he we hand it back to you.
1: So Edgar would kind of look at it briefly, um, kind of nod. Mm. Is there like a latch on it? Other than it locking again?
0: Uh, if you close it again it's going to lock. Okay, well it, the lock's not broken so I mean, Mitz, you, Mitz could always open it up again That's later. true.
1: I guess it's not. So yeah, he's going to close we it back up.
0: Could break the lock.
1: But then it might not stay closed. Yeah. So, um, he is going to kind of like dig around in there a little bit, like, to look to see if there's anything else, like something, like maybe a key or something that looks odd that's buried in the gold, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I imagine desperate to find a key or something that you could use to open it, but you don't find anything okay. like that in there.
3: Wait, um, before you close it, it's when I reach up over the lid and grab the ruby and pour it out. I just want, I just want to hold it for a little bit.
1: Edgar your, uh, smiles and nods and then and-
0: uh, How big
1: is
3: it?
0: It fits in the palm of your hand. It's not incredibly large.
3: Hmm.
1: <laughs> is he holding on to it for? for...
0: Oh,
3: no, he's gonna, he's he's going to maintain possession. Of okay, it. that's
1: it. Yeah, so then he'll close it after seeing that. He'll kind of smile and close the lockbox uh, up, and then just kind of tuck it away in his bag.
3: Look, I I knew that there's we're in bad shape here, and there's a distinct possibility we're not going to even make it back. But so it's not. I'm not. I'm not, like, stealing it or anything. I just kind of, you know, just for comfort's sake.
6: I get that. Uh, <laughs> You know what would have been funny if that box there had been one of them things? We go to open it and then like, ah, and we die. All I right. guess that part wouldn't have been very funny. Anyway. I uh, picked
3: that lock so hard, I probably would have crit.
0: I, I think that somebody of, of your background would probably know um, that Ruby's is is worth five thousand gold?
5: Whew.
1: Okay, is it yeah. very well cut, just nice, yeah, and pretty. It's
0: very like teardrop shaped. Does its
1: eyes transform into dollar signs? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that <laughs> might possibly explain why you wanted to. Imagine for a second that you guys are like uh, on stranded in the Himalayas or floating on a boat after the, ta- the Titanic is sunk, and you have a bauble of impossible worth and value like with a, you. A pure
1: gold bar. Just... And in
3: the moment you know, because of where you are, it lays bare the the falsitude of of the significance of earthly material value. Because it's just an inert piece of whatever, you know, it's 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 valueless, it's going it's going to useless you, to man. you. But to mitts because of his, you know, background and stuff, and because that's something that he spent you know, active time battling against and stuff. It's, it, it, it has a tie to, to comfort. And, and in a sense, even though he knows that it's, that it is actually a, a fabulously, you know, expensive, uh, treasure. He also knows that it's useless here. Even so, the fact that he knows that somewhere it's worth, you know, that amount of money, it does, you know, kind of bring him a sense of something closer to like civilization. And, and, uh, and home, I guess. Yeah, that's that's actually what where the true worth is for him in the in the object at the moment. So that's kind of why he's he's wanting to to you know keep a hold of it. Ironically, when it comes time to go back home, he's going to have a mild personal battle with himself, but will inevitably you know give it give it up. Roll
0: perception check, all of us. Yeah, we'll say uh, everybody. Well, yeah, even Cath. Go ahead. Uh,
4: 23. 23 for me, too. 23 and me. 13 for Kath. He just raises his head up off the ground for a second to look over at, at Mitz and, and Edgar.
0: Um, 15 for Sin. Okay. So Edgar and Mitz, as you're kind of like examining the, the, the contents of that small lockbox, you notice out of the corner of your eye, you see the books that you fought on the ground, and then you see a book on the ground nearby that looks almost exactly like those books but it's intact on the floor. It just kind of catches your eye because the other ones were very dangerous.
3: Tattered now because of our violence. right? (laughs) So, okay. Seeing that uh, a pristine tome has landed there amidst the literary carnage, Mitz would maybe turn to look at it and uh, pausing as he kind of scrutinizes it from the distance that he's standing at it, I imagine Keth... Or not Keth... uh, Edgar would uh, also kind of look up yeah. to see where I was, you know, to, you would have noticed it at about yeah. the same time, and so we both kind of fixate on it, and Mitz, obviously trepidatious after having just experienced this, would still approach it slowly.
1: So as as you start to, Edgar would kind of like put a hand on, on, on Mitz's shoulder, like a giant hand on his shoulder at first, but then kind of like let, let go and then... You know, he's gonna walk up beside you, going you know, getting getting. A, you see him clench his fist up and and get ready as you walk towards it.
3: So yeah, he does. So, it's his uh, free hand drifts to his uh, where he's got his his crossbow slung, and uh, yeah, they they would walk up to the book.
0: You guys slowly approach the book, and it doesn't budge.
3: Does it say anything on it?
0: It does not. It's like a. Just a leather-bound gray, uh, a leather-bound tome with, um, little brass decorative thingies on the corners.
3: Um, it's kind of interesting, huh? Maybe we should, yeah. uh, see what's in there.
0: You, uh,
6: you want me to open it?
3: Probably just a book, right? i uh, eh, you know, Vince doesn't want to be a coward, then he's...
0: It's a thick book.
3: Anything that's laying on the ground, he's inherently closer to. So he would, uh, he would reach out with with his little little hand, and uh, hesitating just at the last moment, would commit and make contact with the corner piece of one of the corner pieces, and lift the uh, cover open.
0: You lift the cover open, and it's actually a chest disguised as a book.
3: Uh. <laughs> That's pretty cool,
6: huh?
0: Yeah. Inside, you see there's just a, a mound of gold amongst, amongst some other things. you just go digging through it?
3: Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would pause for a moment and get uh, Edgar's reaction. Hey, look at that.
6: Well, this place is
0: weird.
3: Yeah. Well, there ain't many books here, huh?
0: Yeah. So while, uh, while you guys start rummaging through this book chest, uh, Sin, as you're kind of backing up against the wall, the ghost bastion kind of floats over to you, and he's holding a book. He's like,
7: this, this is one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he, he hands it to you. I take it. And
2: who, who
0: are you? And he's just kind of like, there's a lot of
7: fantastic tales within these books.
0: And he... Goes back to his spot. Just kind of sits there.
2: Uh, Sin puts the book in his lap and he uh, kind of, uh, was it quinces? Squinces? Winces? Uh, Winces from uh, pain from his side, from where uh, maybe he was bitten. And he kind of yeah. grabs at it. And uh, with his left hand, he opens up the book.
0: You open up the book and it seems to be like a, a book of stories of fantasy at sea. This one kind of details a place specifically mentioned called Shaelengard which they describe as an odd city uh, in an odd land neighboring an odd sea the shimmering coast the waterscape would illuminate brilliantly during the day and night as the waters captured any light cast upon it there was much speculation as to what caused this phenomenon but it wasn't until a robot a gunslinger a dragonfolk a knight and an alchemist dove deep into the reaches of the mysterious waters and discovered that the source of said illumination wasn't magic or bioluminescence. It was the millions of... And you go to turn the page and like all the other pages have been torn out.
2: I'm gonna slowly get up um, and walk over to uh, Bastion.
0: Start walking over to Bastion and we go back to Edgar and Mitz. You guys find 175 gold pieces. One more ruby. Two strange keys. One with a seven-pointed star on it and one with what looks like an ancient skull engraved on it. Two potions of healing. One potion of greater healing. And what looks like a blanket at first, but as you pull it out and kind of whip it, it's like a cloak.
1: So, uh, Edgar's gonna kind of like... Rifle through things, and he's gonna see the uh, the healing. You're gonna uh, reach, and he's gonna go for the greater one. Uh, And he's gonna take it, and he's gonna go over to Keth uh, and hand it to
4: him. Oh, (laughs) thank you.
1: Because you're sitting at one hit point, right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
4: He's at one HP.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he'll take a. because it seems like Mitz is is probably better at cataloging all the stuff anyway, but this this is things he's seen before. He has
2: got one was. of those like those uh, Booker hats on, or like the the, the clear green clear
0: green visors. Yeah, yeah. So he's just Euler's loop. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> so he would uh, he, he, after fluffing the cloak, he would kind of uh, use it to gust the dust away from a spot on the ground and and flap the cloak out onto the ground, and then start to put everything in like size piles. Um, and then, uh, stepping back from his handiwork, he would kind of offhandedly comment, uh, something to the effect of, you know, Ah, ornamental keys. That's the true treasure. <laughs> um, hmm. He would, uh, feeling like he's making some progress now, he would actually take that ruby out of his pocket and set it down with the other one. Um, being pleased by the symmetry of the liked groupings on the on the thing he turns around and puts them in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are gone, but I have achieved true riches.
1: Just imagine we we're expecting him to be doing something, but he just literally, you know, like when you squint like a monocle, and but he's just got the rubies clenched in his eyes.
7: <laughs> Look at me, guys. Yeah, got <laughs> <laughs> eye on your weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Um. Okay, so he would. Uh, he would feel kind of intrinsically drawn to the keys. And he'd pick pick them up and kind of start to inspect them. Um, the skull key he would uh, he would put into his pocket just so it's secured someplace, and then he would start to inspect the seven-pointed one. Mm-hmm. And he would take a look up at the hatch up on the roof. Does it look like there's any kind of...
0: Uh, there doesn't seem to be any matching insignia between the keys and the door up top there.
3: Um, scrutinizing that key, does it look like there's anything on it else that gives any indication from a markings perspective, or from the nature of the face of the key? You know where the actual you know the the interface portion that would go into the lock. Um, is there anything particularly idiosyncratic about it, or anything that stands out notably? No. Um, well, this place is obviously magical, and you can reach the trapdoor, right?
1: Yeah, there's a ladder still. Well, uh, while you're doing that, uh, Edgar was also going to take a uh, a normal healing potion and take it over to Sin.
0: So Sin's actually walking up towards Bastion, sitting down as you approach. Yeah,
1: he'll kind of hit, hit, tap him on the shoulder.
6: Uh, yeah.
2: Uh, excuse what, me. What, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was here first.
1: Uh,
3: Back
2: off. Uh, I Looks need the ghost. P- <laughs> p- this guy. <laughs> um, hey. Wow, what's up?
6: Oh, uh, he kind of flinches you, a little bit. So he's, you look like you might still need uh, one of these, and he kind of hands him the potion.
2: Uh, sin takes it. Um, what is it?
6: Oh, you, you drink it. It uh, make you feel better. Trust me. Gonna roll out insight.
0: Yeah, you don't fucking know what this guy's tr- up to. Edgar's yeah, fucking lying. What are you getting
2: at? Holy shit! I rolled a natural twenty for that.
1: Edgar rolled a six on his deception, so he knows that it's going to kill him. No. <laughs>
0: he swapped it with the poison.
1: Yeah, damn it.
2: Uh, Sin will look at it and kind of look at you and nod. he put the book uh, underneath his arm and uncork the, the vial and drink it. That's I cocked, I cocked a D4. How did you do that? That's a cocked D4. I cocked a D4. And a right. four, three nice. and a four, so seven plus four, so nine plus two, plus two, yeah. so yeah, yeah,
4: plus so two. Sorry,
2: so nine.
4: I got fourteen out of my potion. I rolled two fours and two ones.
1: It's pretty good. I mean, I guess it's not bad. Yeah,
2: not horrible. Uh, yeah. Hey, um, no, th- thanks. It's making. I think I was bit or something.
6: Yeah, you don't remember nothing, do you? No, like nothing at all. Uh, would
2: would sin sin probably wouldn't remember being attacked or falling having to reroll that wisdom save. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. 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 That makes sense. Um you just kind of woke up on the floor here. No. I I mean I just I
2: woke up you know with these these wounds and he kind of like lifts uh his tattered button up red shirt a little bit and I, I don't know where I got these.
6: Well, I'll tell you sometime just, just hang tight. We're going to figure out how to get out of here. Okay,
2: are we are we like trapped here or something?
6: Uh, you know, there ain't no reason to panic yet, but I uh,
2: mean a little bit actually I lied. A lot of me is panicking right now internally. I'm trying to control it, and I think I'm doing a good job. Oh, oh
6: wait, hold hold <sighs> on. I'm trained for this. He grabs Sin okay. by the shoulders, turns him towards him. Calm down. Shakes him a little bit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I. I bear. This this is more terrifying. You're Where? kind of scary
1: looking. Oh, he kind of like his hands kind of fall to his sides.
0: He walks off. <laughs> <laughs> Single tear falls from his eye. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> I thought you were handsome. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a little bit more attractive than Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, do you shake me though? Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, before you go to, uh, as you turn around, like, sin. Like, hey, I. I don't. I don't mean anything rude by it. It's just I don't. I don't ever remember seeing anything like you. Um, but if we are stuck here and we're trying to find a way, I found this book. And it's uh it's got stories. I was gonna bring it over to uh little floaty dude over there. Ah, uh, F- Float McStokes.
6: Floaty McStokes, I think his name was.
2: Okay. Say so I-, I can remember.
6: You got that memory back, Look <laughs> at you. <laughs> I
2: remember everything, actually. My name's Phil. Alright,
6: Phil will uh Philip Steve
0: I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> My
6: name is kinda... Horseshoe Horseshoe Bannon. Well, now we're just guessing at things, aren't
2: we? I roll deceit. That's a fifteen plus crazy, notes.
6: All right. <laughs> now just
2: joking for deception.
6: <laughs> horseshoe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> From now on, I know your true identity. That guy over there
2: told me. All right, so his name is Jar Pickles. Well you
0: saying, Mitz?
3: I was going to ask if do you maintain some kind of a journal Cause uh, I thought that you had something that you'd kind of written some stuff in and
2: yeah it's on my person though
3: um would mit mitz has seen this though Mits, he's seen you 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 know write in it or read it or yeah you would it? have
2: you would see him like when we rest and stuff he'll he's usually either drawing in it writing down in it uh, especially when uh harrow Left and you brought it, you told everybody to bring together. Uh, he was sitting there with that journal writing down, so uh, well, it looked like he was writing something into it, and he he, he didn't partake in the uh,
3: was remembering this. Mitz's ears would suddenly perk up, and he would, excuse me, sin, um, or horseshoe. <laughs> 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 uh, he would, he, he would, uh, he would get your attention. Uh, p- p- pardon me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What's,
3: what's, um, what's up, Well guy? So, y- per our assertion, we know you, and you don't have any recollection of this. You guys. Well, you per, guys know me. We do. We've journeyed with you for some time now, yeah. and you may recall that you don't recall anything, and so that what I'm telling you is at least as plausible as anything else to fill in that blank space. Right? You had to have gotten here somehow. Yeah, I,
2: and I don't know how
3: you you have a journal. You kept it yourself. It's it's on your it's on your person. And if you produce it and spend some time reading it, it might give you some insight into what it is that you've forgotten.
2: On my person, and then uh, he's got that book in his hand.
3: Not that. That's um, different
2: this. I mean, um, d- is this? Do I like constantly like keep forgetting stuff, or is no. it just a one-time deal? You don't keep forgetting stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um. So while he's holding that book, he's gonna pat around his chest. Do you do you want to say that he he feels the like a notebook? Sure. Do you? Yeah, there'd be a journal okay. uh, inside of uh, his uh, leather jacket. A strangely square ab right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I must work out a lot on this one side. Uh, and he'll uh while he's holding the one book, he'll pull the other the journal out like. Uh, here and you'll hand it over to uh, Edgar it's like maybe maybe that book can help i was going to go ask uh uh that that floating thing um there's pages missing in it um but i don't know but I don't want, and he opens up his journal and it's uh drawings of a lady a dog um there's drawings of a kind of a shorter looking thing with uh it looks like almost like goat legs with some horns who looks like he's everybody looks really happy there's there's logs of adventures
0: uh, roll a wisdom save with advantage
2: <laughs> is that a one? it's a four. Oh,
0: with advantage with
2: advantage let's try this other dice that's eleven plus
6: we're not terrible
2: uh wisdom so a total of twelve
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is probably
6: not.
0: This, I mean, this book—you're reading through this book that was on you, and it—it it, it seems really familiar, but it—it almost—it doesn't feel like it's yours. In fact, you might even think it's his. Maybe he misplaced it. Yeah. Um, okay. I
2: don't recognize anything in this.
3: You don't recognize anything at all.
2: I mean. Who's this... Man, who's this beautiful lady?
3: I don't know everything about what's in there, obviously. You haven't told me about all of it, but I can tell you some of what you have told me in the past.
2: As you're uh, talking, like, it doesn't even look like Sin's paying attention. He's just staring at uh, this drawing of this lady. And he goes down to, and kneels on one leg. La- kneels. And shows you, like... Whew. Who is this? She's the most beautiful person I've ever seen. <laughs> and he shows you uh, a, dr- a drawing in his hair. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's it's who you would assume is Sieria. You, know, you would see the drawings mm-hmm. around when you're in the tiny hut of the 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 blue haired lady.
3: Yeah, and per my knowledge of your um, mission does Mitt specifically know that you're trying that the reason you're here is to save her from a malady or is it to um is it more ambiguous as far as what you've disclosed to us I think
2: the most I've said is that she had fallen ill and you know he had to go to he has to look for uh Phil Gast or Vilgast 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 in Magnolia yep yep Gosh, dad, I'm getting better
0: at remembering that. What, what's the what's the girl's Ironic. name from? Uh, what's the the elven woman's name? Varna. Oh my God! Oh, Way to go!
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but uh, Sin's memories fucked But up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you would just know that all he had really said is that she had fallen ill. It's his best friend. He's never showed like a love interest or talked about a love interest with her.
3: Yeah, but she's a lady, and you've got pictures of her all over the place. And you came here to give your life up potentially in order to save her. So, I read between the lines. Yeah,
4: yeah, I, yeah. I do have a note in here as well that Sin told us all that he said, "I have to save Sierrasha." Okay. Yeah. So, we well, do know that.
3: Um, what you've told me so far um, is that the whole reason you're here in the first place. Yeah. Is because you've come a long way from your home in order to save this woman.
2: Uh, save? I don't. Well, her, na- her name I is. I know her.
3: Yeah. Oh, she. Well, she's probably the closest person to you. Her-, her name's Searshot.
0: Does that name like a ring a bell? Yeah. Roll another wisdom save after you hear the name. This is quite a spell you got on me. <laughs> what is it? That's a natural two.
2: Can I roll for him? You no. Know. <laughs> oh my god! Hey guys. I'm back. What is it? A five. <laughs> I think it's time to switch to those uh,
4: those Ryan Bennett. I, die.
2: I, I swapped out of them because I was rolling. I rolled a, a three and a six. And uh, that's brutal.
0: Oh, oh. Here, so here's what's <laughs> gonna happen. The next, if you fail the next, like three will say or wisdom saves. You're gonna forget forever.
1: He's gonna forget how to talk, and he's gonna be
5: like,
1: ah, yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. okay. Okay. <laughs> so like, so I'm getting annoyed total. with your bad rolls. If right. you roll bad three more times, I'm just gonna kill you mentally. <laughs> you're gonna into a vegetative state. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> As so, I grab you,
6: so Edgar, while you're doing this, he's gonna be like, hey, uh Mitch, you uh, got them keys. I'm just gonna start poking them in holes and see what happens."
3: Oh, me Um, yeah, kind of fumbles into his uh. He, he hands you the seven-pointer because it's still in his hand, and yeah. he uh, his hand closes around the little skull-shaped one, and he kind of hesitates.
0: Um,
1: Edgar has the key, and he's kind of starting to look around at things that look like, you know, doesn't matter where they are, if they seem like he could jam a key in there. He
0: submits his... Digging around, hands Edgar the key, and... Uh,
1: Edgar's still nearby, but the idea is that if you didn't tell him, he seems like he's he's not going to... You know he doesn't. He doesn't know necessarily. A, he doesn't necessarily think about it. So you'd have to like get his attention if you wanted him to
6: also take that.
3: Try and bring it close to the trap door on the ceiling. Sometimes yeah. they produce that their keys maybe, in proximity.
6: Maybe it's like a secret, like illusion lock or something. You gotta believe in it. I believe in you. He says as he climbs the ladder.
3: is isn't sure why, but he likes this other one. And but he's intrinsically.
0: You have a history. Yeah, are you a skilled in history?
3: I doubt it. Um, doesn't have much book learning, Nick. He's a he's an urchin.
0: simple okay. country cat. Well, he's yeah, a city cat. But it, you, you think you've seen this before? Like it, it looks really familiar, but it's hard to hard to kind of pinpoint where where you've seen it.
3: Looking around at everybody else in the party, he kind of doubts that you know anybody else would. Uh, be any more erudite than he, so he'll give it up because he's innately defensive against the idea that some aspect of his kind of compulsive possessiveness is starting to try to come out. But, but he wants it, he wants the key. He, yeah. So he's just he's like, I'll give it up if it, you know, if if that that doesn't really work out for any of um Edgar's little keyholes that he's trying to find. I'll I'll just then I'll give it to him. And he kind of pops it back in his pocket and returns his attention back to, uh, to Sin. So, so yeah, Sin, that's, um, that's, a uh, that's your lady friend, um.
2: What do you mean by, uh, lady friend?
3: Well, I mean that you have, uh, put your whole life on the line to leave the realm that you two are native to and come here <laughs> in an effort to, um, save her from some kind of, uh, malady that has, that has beset her. And you've undertaken quite a quest to do so. Um. Are
2: you telling me? And he, uh, like, looks back at it and, like, kind of holds it up in front of him. You're telling me that she, she, she picked me?
3: I don't know about that. You never told me, you never told me that. Oh. But.
2: He, uh, he flips uh, a few more pages or quite a few more pages, kind of like, you know when you, like, brush through, like, a book, like a magazine? Yeah. He kind of does that. And, uh, he sees a a page. There's a uh, drawing of you that you've never seen, huh. and he's, mitz, <laughs> it's, it's Mister Furbin,
3: and he mean, looks at you. He like, like he
2: holds it up to you, and it's a it's a really good drawing of you. No, it's
3: pretty good, actually.
2: And it kind of like it kind of plays out to you like your strong characters. Uh, your character types and whatnot, and made my kind of chin un-
3: look very strong in that picture frame <laughs> yeah, a a <laughs> <at the laughs> yeah,
2: looks like a super bite. chiseled what chin.
3: Was, what was that? Uh, Fairly Odd
2: Parents, the the chin dude, the chin superhero, the Crimson, the crimson, chin. crimson yeah. chin. Um,
4: and the bronze kneecap was his <laughs> archenemy. <laughs> that's
2: right. Um,
3: you're That is me. That's a really good drawing. You're saying that I drew this. nobody else draws in your book. He flips uh,
2: a couple more pages and there's a picture of uh, a hero.
3: Hero. Oh, hero. Hero is also from another realm, plane, I guess. But he had to return to serve his mistress as well.
2: He's not with us anymore.
3: Well, he, um... He's not present on this plane, but he's, as far as I know, still alive. He took another one of our, um members with him as well, we think. He, uh, he's dead. almost
5: he, <laughs> He's almost
3: certainly <laughs> dead, though.
2: Sin nods. Um, he's just trying to, like, bring this all in. He flips a couple more pages, and there's a drawing of Keth. And he's like, uh, Keth, who's...
3: Keth. Well, Keth is kind of suffering the same issue you are right now, um where you guys have had just this memory loss that's suddenly come out of nowhere. But, yeah, you guys are... um both our friends and party members an equal portion and um we're hoping that this memory thing kind of just goes away
2: yeah I mean what he's right what I've written in here you guys are all great people I must really like you guys not like that
3: <laughs> maybe um maybe if we show Keth the book too it will kind of help him to is he here? Well, yeah that, that's him over there
2: Oh, uh, what's Keth okay, doing okay. Right? Okay. He's napping.
4: Yeah, Keth is I, I was thinking that, that he was gonna start like bandage bandaging himself up, but I think I'll wait for that if we take a short rest. Um so yeah, right now I think he's just face first on the floor, just trying to trying to catch his breath still. He got the shit kicked out of him. I
0: mean, honestly, I mean a short rest is an hour, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are probably getting close to that point anyways, if you've just been sitting there. Yeah,
1: and we're not doing any heavy lifting or any heavy work. So
0: then,
4: yeah, if if we are taking a, a short rest, I think after after catching his breath, he'd start uh, like bandaging up his his wounds and just trying to stop any bleeding. Okay. Uh,
2: before the short rest, Sin walks up to you. Hey, you're uh, you're Keth, and he holds up uh, a drawing of you. I don't remember you, but uh, apparently I, uh, we're friends. And I, apparently, I drew this of you, and it's one, and it looks one it's that's like,
4: awesome and two that's creepy because I I don't remember you either, uh, and I I don't remember me, uh, but the big guy said I was Cath too.
2: Yeah, the little guy was calling me Sin, um, and he he shows you uh, this drawing of you, and it's it's really well done. It's like, and this is you, right? Looks like you. I mean... <laughs> I don't know why I drew you without clothes on, but... <laughs> Me either, but <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm flattered. Gave you a 12-pack abs?
4: Yeah, I was, was going to mention, I think you're look, missing a set.
3: But. You look like yeah. Sabretooth
2: from uh, X-Men. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: Do this caterpillar with an orchid.
2: Does that stir anything in Keth's mind? Um,
0: Seeing his own dick makes it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
4: I
3: know that dick
4: anywhere.
0: No. No. I, I I feel like Sin has more things to help him remember who he is, but Keth really doesn't have a lot of like.
1: Maybe if we find a brawl ball and like throw it at him.
4: I mean, Keth does have his, his dagger's belt buckle, but I mean, that's, that's really it.
2: Yeah. Well, it's got stuff written on there uh, about Keth. If Keth wanted to read it. Does Keth even know how to read.
4: Keth knows how to read. He just chooses not to. Okay,
2: <laughs> no. I just hand you like. I mean, there's stuff written down about you, and you just look at it like, yeah, yeah.
4: I yeah, I think uh. if
2: if you do hand it to Keth, he
4: any page with writing on it, he quickly flips it, and he's just looking at at the pictures in the book. Like, cool. Yeah. Man, you you're pretty good at this. <laughs> Hopefully, you didn't remember how to how to draw. That would Man, that would suck because you—you got some some skill.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I wish I could remember. I. This sucks. Yeah. You'd yeah, do. it
1: does. You'd hear as
6: you guys are doing this in the background. You'd hear Edgar Keyhole reveal thyself.
0: You're, <laughs> you're kind of looking around for uh, a keyhole. Maybe you maybe get closer to that trap door with the yeah, key. Yeah,
1: he's just kind of like nothing. Prodding happens. at it. Sometimes you'll hear a as he tries to like Yeah.
3: Maybe uh maybe Miss would go up to Bastion. Okay. Um excuse me, um sir. Um we found some uh, well, we we found a a book over there that was actually a box, and within the box there was some uh treasures, mostly gold and, and a few um jewels. But there was also a pair of keys and uh and a little blanket, but actually probably a cloak. Um, do you uh, do you have any recollection of these things? He would uh he would kind of point to where Edgar's over there with the key kind of poking and stuff um, and then Knock he would
6: reveal uh, on
3: and then he would, with conscious effort not to appear reluctant, produce the uh, the key that he has from his pocket. It was this one, looking like a, a little bit of a skull motif going on there. And then, um, the one that, uh, my friend over there has, has, um, kind of got like a seven-pointed sort of uh, figure on the back there.
7: Ah, uh, there are many wondrous things in this room, unfortunate. I don't remember. Ah, uh, uh, this book, this book here I've never read. I can't bring myself to open it he kind of like pushes a
0: book onto the table closer to the candlelight
7: what uh what does it look like
3: is there anything remarkable about it
0: yeah um it's it looks like an old sea navigation book with uh it definitely looks outdated and old very old
3: hmm um Miss would uh inspect it momentarily just you know without touching it or anything you know, glow the candlelight, and uh, as the penumbra of, of the candle's illumination kind of, you know, uh, fluctuates around the, the the book, he would look back to Bastion and say, um, "You can't open it. Is it a fear, or some kind of I've, something you don't remember?"
7: I've read every book in this place. This one seems to. Cast me away every time I attempt to, to touch it. I see. <laughs> see? Um. Good one. <laughs> Thanks, sir. My memory.
3: It's coming, well, back! <laughs> well, um. The way things have gone in this room, I'm a little bit afraid to open it myself. But, um. Yeah, somebody's gotta do it, I guess. And, uh. Taking a, a solid gulp, he would lean as far across the table as is necessary to lay his hands upon it and pull it close enough to him to the point where he feels like he could comfortably read it and where the face laid open mm-hmm. and he opens the cover of the book.
0: You open the cover of the book roll for initiative. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you open the cover of the book. It kind of stands out. This book is uh, different than most of the other books around It, it it stands out as it describes ancient structures that have long since crumbled due to time and weather or had been destroyed. And while you're just kind of flipping through some of the pages of this book, you find a bookmarked section that talks about an old lighthouse called Haven's Reach Lighthouse. And it was tended to by one Bastion Cuth. Until its unfortunate collapse after the light broke during a terrible storm and a naval vessel struck the building before Mr. Kuth could fix it in time. Mr. Kuth is survived by his wife, Amelia Kuth, and his children, Mallory and Vincent.
3: Is it. And it doesn't say where they live?
0: No. Okay. And then it just kind of goes on talking about the lighthouse, like. Does
3: it give a year in which this may have happened? This is hundreds of years ago. Okay.
0: I, I don't have a specific year for you, but it's a very long time ago. Got it.
3: Okay. So, that that at least gives us something to go on. Mitz would sit for a moment and be like, Bastion, your memory you seem to apprehend isn't what it used to be, huh?
7: All I remember is waking up here. The little one kept me here. Locked me away.
3: Can you uh, Can you describe the little one to me?
7: uh, and
0: he kind of looks perplexed for a moment he's like
7: sorry I can't seem to remember
3: only that he was small
7: yes he was very small
3: Bastion are you aware that you are a ghost
7: I, I believe so
3: because the book that you were unable to read describes the circumstances which led to this state And if you would like, I can explain to you what I've read there. Or if you would prefer, we could simply leave it at that.
0: Um, We'll say like you're saying this as you're still kind of like looking through some of the pages. And there is actually a page with a page with his face on it. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, I I'd very much like to know.
3: So he would turn the book slightly towards him. I'm not sure exactly what the nature and origin of the book is. If it's magical or... You know, who would have authored it and left it here if it was not? But this is clearly your visage. And... In the preceding... Uh, pages. It, uh... It says that you were the tender of this lighthouse. And that in an age past, centuries ago, it was struck by a ship because the light had suffered a malfunction, which you were unable to repair in time. Um, Presumably you were uh, killed in the ensuing impact. Or perhaps vicissitudes that arose thereafter led to your eventual demise.
0: And he's like hovering over the book and his eyes get wider and wider and as you're saying all this, he's like,
7: I... Yes, I remember the storm that terrible night my family how I miss them so the little one I remember his accursed name Flinttooth
0: Try not to laugh everybody
7: Snooter's Flinttooth
3: (laughs) It sounds like a
7: kobold when he rose this place from the depths he was using dark magic, otherworldly magic. He was speaking in tongue I'd never heard, making deals with dark entities. He, he kept saying he had the heart of the dwarves. This was his offering. And I, I remember this room I I can help you escape. The door. It's it's bound to me. You have to destroy my incorporeal form. I've been stuck here for so long I wish to see my family again. Please set me free. Um Yes, as
3: he's finishing up his uh his speech he doesn't realize that Mitz is you know had his crossbow point at the back of his head now (laughs) for like you know know, (laughs) Tell me about the rabbits Yes (laughs) Um no Mitz is uh Um, well, that, obviously, we want to help you, and certainly we'd like to escape. If that's, if you're certain that's the way, how would we go about doing it? Is there a way to dispel your form, or do we need to, um, you know, do it the old-fashioned way?
7: Unless you have some sort of magical means to do it, you'd have to destroy me.
3: Um.
6: Edgar's kind of, can Edgar hear this conversation? Yeah. Okay, he kind of looks down from the ladder. I mean I never met nothing I couldn't punch out of it just you, you just leave down just for a like a
3: more dignified <laughs> <way down. laughs> well Bastion, thank you for for everything and for all your help and we wish you good luck in the next life but I have one final question do you do you want to leave like dignified or like funny like haha funny or like you know we, we try to be as clean and clinical about it as we can
0: all I'm imagining is like of of like a scene of you guys as the camera's panning backwards. We just see all of you guys fucking beating the shit out <laughs> of <this> ghosts. <laughs> because
3: I could have, I I can I could see if Edgar wants to like suplex you off like the top of that ladder, or I could um you know
7: let's let's go funny. Okay. Funny would be good. Edgar, you want to oh, beat yeah.
3: a you want to you want to beat a ghost to death at the afterlife.
7: So
6: Edgar Ed,
1: you're kind of. Climbing down the ladder.
3: Yeah, put your spectacles away, big guy. We got one last one last All job right. for you today. Seriously though, Bastion, you've been a literal lifesaver.
6: So I mean, like what happens to a ghost when you uh
3: They go on to peace and everlasting bliss in the Elysian
6: So so this is good. I'm doing a good thing, huh? It's yes. what it's
3: per his request.
6: Alright. Well let me uh As long as
3: it's funny, right? do it funny. For the crowd. Funny as possible. Everybody kind of back up.
6: Alright. Let's see, the crowd. We, see what we can get going here. Alright. He kind of looks around the uh, kind of looks around the uh, the room for a minute. And
1: uh, he uh, takes uh, so it's, first he sees if he can kind of get his hands on Bastion. He does have magical.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, f- you feel a, a form.
1: Alright. So I'm gonna just... I yeah, like the idea. He's kind of floating and he kind of like feeds him. And then he clears off the table and he sort of lays him on the table. He kind of bounces up a little bit because, you know, he's floating. Oop, yeah.
2: Oop, and he kind of like holds him. All right. Before uh, before you guys do this uh, really funny thing and kill a ghost, mm-hmm. um, Sin is going to walk up behind uh, Fitz with that journal. Uh, Mitz. <laughs> I said Fitz, didn't I? Mitz. Yep. Uh, it's a man in here. Yep. <laughs> 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 um, and he's going to tap you on the shoulder. Same. Hey do I ever this is crazy. Uh, Did I ever tell you guys I'm, I'm a prince?: uh. he shows you uh, writings about his mother and father, and you see on it my mother Titania, and talking about you know how much all the cool stuff like they would do together. And there's uh, writings about his father Oberon and about how they would be out in the forest and he would teach them how to use ranged weapons, specifically a, a longbow that was passed down from uh, generation to generation.
3: Reading this, uh, it's like, e- oh. Uh, t- <laughs> That's crazy. You, you uh, did not your royalty. I like um, the
1: idea that as you guys are kind of talking and showing the book, you, you see Edgar climbing to the top of the ladder <laughs> and then you hear sort of shouted...
6: Bastion makes me feel good. as <laughs> He jumps off
1: with, a, with an elbow
0: drop.
6: <laughs> off the top <laughs> And then
0: right before you connect, he's like,
5: "Wait, didn't change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and you just... <clears throat> yeah.
0: And with a single elbow, a gentle smile and a flash of light that makes you unstable for a moment, Bastion's form explodes into a thousand small lights that scatter across this room, fully illuminating it. A majority of the lights envelop the door above, and it glows <laughs> brightly and then dissipates. And you think that that door is now open.
6: Edgar's well done, laying, Edgar. laying there for a minute. Yeah, ghost, I got a lot more give than a person. I'm hurt bad.
3: Look at tables under him, geez. Hey, did you guys know that uh, Sin's a prince?
6: You don't say.
0: Who? And until next time, this is Everything's Amanic. God
3: damn it! I mean, how do I have men?
1: Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We truly appreciate you choosing to spend your time with us. And don't forget, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and if you feel like, follow us on Twitter at Everything Mimic. And if that's not enough, we got more stuff available at Everything's a And once again, thank you.
2: Um, the daughter was, like, trying to... Like uh, speak to uh, her mom, and her mom was going in and out of the bear. Like it was going like uh, (laughs) what? Holy shit! Oh, that's (laughs) What the fuck?
3: Oh,
2: that's the wrong one. Pause for edit.
3: (laughs)
1: Pause
2: for edit. Uh, 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 uh. But I
1: guess that was kind of the the point of the thing was because it's like you know when Gandalf is like, oh. Gollum still has some role to play in this. And that was the thing, was he did eventually actually take the ring into Mountain Dew.
3: Yeah, that was, uh, was clutch. Yeah. Thanks, Gollum. He Thanks
1: took a it lot, over Gollum. The, took it over the line, scored that touchdown.
3: Mm, yeah. Yeah. QB sneak there.
2: <laughs> don't recognize anything in this.
3: You don't recognize anything at all.
2: I mean, who's this...
3: Man, who's this
2: beautiful lady?
5: Who this bitch is? <laughs> I don't know...